Well, hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Proverbs 31 Ministries podcast, where we share biblical truth for any girl in any season. I'm your host, Meredith Brock, and I am here with my co-host, Kaylee Olson. Well, hey, Meredith. I'm so excited to be with you today and get to share with our listeners the treat that they're in for because, am I right, they're in for a treat because, one, we've got a great teaching, but, two, it's with our friend Shay Tate. And so what more could you want right now? She's great. I mean, really? Yeah, she's great. (laughs) She's got a great teaching. And we don't want to spoil too much, and so we'll just tell you this right now. Shay today is going to leave you with three things that you need to do no matter what you face today and no matter what season you're in. And that's all I'm going to say. So good. It's a good one, guys. You're going to want to lean in, get a pen, write some stuff down Mm -hmm. because it is a valuable teaching. But Mm -hmm. before we get started, we've got just a couple announcements we want to throw out there. First, y'all out there listening to this podcast, do not miss out on our website. Uh, There are so many goodies on our website for you guys Mm -hmm. to explore and and, um, enjoy, and it's all for free. So if you haven't ever checked out our website, go to Proverbs, the number 31.org to see what's happening. It's our go-to spot for all of our latest free resources, what we're studying, how you can contribute financially to the ministry, Mm -hmm. and so, so much more. So Mm -hmm. head on over to Proverbs 31.org or to get to know us a little bit better. And second, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, it would mean so much if you would. Not Mm -hmm. only does it help spread the word about the content we offer on this podcast, but it helps us know how the Lord is specifically using it in your life. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Kaylee, but that's why we do this. (laughs) We do it to see what God's doing in people's lives. It means Mm -hmm. so much to us. But Enough with the announcements. Let's get right to our conversation with Shay Tate. Well, guys, we are so excited to be here with our friend, Shay Tate. Shay, welcome to the podcast. We're so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm so excited because uh, you're one of mine and Meredith's favorite people to get to spend time with. And so selfishly, Mm -hmm. we're praising the Lord that you're here, but also you're just fun to be around. And I'm excited that our friends on the podcast get to hear from you today. But we haven't heard from you on the show in a while, and there's some new friends who are listening. So will you do us a favor and recap for our friends listening today what exactly you do here at Proverbs 31? Yes, absolutely. So thanks for having me today, guys. It's so fun to be here just to spend time together. Um, But yes, so my job at Proverbs 31 uh, Ministries is to be a member of Lisa Turker's content team. And so um, some of your favorite words, uh, whether that is on Instagram or maybe a resource that you love um, that you've downloaded from Proverbs before, or even one of your favorite books by Lisa, it's possible that I could have been in one of the brainstorm meetings or study days or editing days um, around that. And so I get to spend my time working with some of my favorite um, authors and getting their best words into some of your favorite books. So I absolutely love my job, love getting to be um, on staff at Proverbs 31 Ministries and love getting to do things like this today. So thanks for having me, Kaylee and Meredith. Well, we are sure glad that you're here, Shay. And you know, let's not make the people wait any longer. My friend, (laughs) the floor is yours. Uh, Teach us what's on your heart, Shay. Okay. So to start today, I I don't know, Kaylee or Meredith, if I've ever told you guys this story before. So this might be new for you too, but um, I want to tell you this story about 
my last job that I was in actually in college. So I worked at um, the University of Alabama football department and I worked in um, just in their, in their team and in their, in like an admin role. And this job, um, I was doing all kinds of funny things. It's very different than what I do now with, with content and words and things like that. But there was this one day that I was just moving way too quickly. And I don't know if you can relate to this. Um, if you're, you're, you may be listening as you're driving kids to carpool right now, or as you're doing um, something like maybe you're getting ready for your day. So if you're a multitasker out there, I hope that you'll, you'll relate to this, the pain of the story, but I was just moving way too quickly, doing too many things at one time. And one big job that I had was to own all of the mailing that we uh, sent out and all of the mailing that we received, which is actually a really big job uh, for someone like who I was working for. And so um, I was printing some mailing labels before I was going to class and I had two shipping labels. So I had one that was supposed to send a pair of um, pants back to a custom clothing place for my boss. And then one package that had some football tickets for a family that was attending a game uh, for the upcoming weekend. And I printed the labels, put the labels on the two packages, left them to be picked up and headed to class and didn't think anything else about it until the next day (laughs) when my boss called me and let me know that I'd actually swapped those two shipping labels. So as you can imagine, you're supposed to be receiving a package of football tickets and you actually receive a package of men's dress pants to your house. It was a whole ordeal. And I tell that story because if you, like I said, if you've ever been a multitasking kind of person, or if you're a mom, then you don't even, you know, have to step into that role. It just happens by itself. But sometimes I think that we get moving so fast that we forget to slow down and remember what's truly important. And I know that that's a funny story, but I feel like there's so much truth to that. Um, I think so many times we run a pace, whether it's in our jobs, in our families, or just in our personal lives that we're moving so quickly and the pace of life seems to outrun us sometimes that I think today, what I really want us to do is spend some time just remembering what's most important. And there's so many things that I could talk about today. There's so much um, good advice and wisdom that I could share with you that would be really good, important words to live by. But honestly, I think the best use of my time today would just be for us to come together and remember the truth-filled words inside the pages of scripture. I think those words are really what is most important to slow down and remember um, in the midst of what what maybe feels like a fast-paced life right now. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed today, if the pace of your life feels absolutely out of control, if your schedule feels full, and your heart feels discouraged and weary, I hope that this is a blessing to you today. And I actually want us to start by turning to Psalm 103, verses one through five. And this is what it says. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your your youth is renewed like the eagles. So something that's so interesting about this psalm is that the psalmist is actually speaking to his soul. He is commanding his soul. He's instructing his soul what to do. And when you look at what he's saying, he's instructing his soul to not forget. And so what I think is so interesting is when we're running this fast pace of life, when we slow down to actually remember what's most important, these are some of the things that are, that, that are, that are called, uh, that we're called to remember. 
that God forgives, that God's full of healing, God's full of redemption, God's love, His mercy, His goodness, that He renews us. And I love how the psalmist tells us to forget not all of His benefits. And so as I think about maybe sometimes where you're talking to yourself or maybe you're running through a mental checklist of things you're trying to remember, uh, maybe like a checklist as you're running out the door, you're trying to remember, okay, I've got my computer, I've got my lunch, I've got my charger, you know, all of those things. Another checklist to actually command your soul to remember are all of these benefits of God. Um, And He's actually instructing His soul to remember those things. And I think that's so interesting just to actually think about we're not just passively responding to all of the things that we're feeling or all the things that we're facing or even all of the thoughts that are in our head. We can actually have a marked moment where we pause and we command our souls what to do. And that's to remember. He tells us to forget not. And so that's the first point of my teaching or our, our conversation really today that I, that I want to park on. And that's just this aspect of remembering. And I think that what's so interesting is that truth is existing all the time, right? Whether I choose to reach out and remember the words inside this Psalm, for example, it doesn't make it any less true or any more true. Truth is always true. But when I actually step into this process of remembering, I'm taking hold of what's true and I'm applying it back to myself and what I'm facing today. I'm not just being a passive bystander of what is true. I'm choosing to remember what is true for myself today. And so I know when you're when you're choosing to remember what's true, you also may have this moment where you're reading these words and you're saying, okay, Shay, I, I am all for these things that you just read, this, you know, forgiveness and healing and redemption and mercy, right? But my life doesn't feel like it's full of any of those things right now. I, I totally understand what it feels like to read that and feel completely unqualified to bring that back to your life because Maybe it doesn't feel like any of that is true for you right now. Maybe you don't feel healed or you don't feel loved or you don't feel like you're you're experiencing any kind of renewal. Um, I know what it feels like to believe in Jesus and believe all those things that's true about Him, but to not feel Him where you are right now. Um, But the trustworthy component of truth is that it's absolutely true forever. No matter what we're facing, no matter what we feel, even when we're overwhelmed, we can still come back into alignment with what's ultimately true. And that's calling to mind again, remembering these things. God forgives, God heals, God redeems, God crowns us with love and mercy, God satisfies us with good. When we take time to remember what's ultimately true and what will eventually be good, we can face what presently feels really scary. And maybe scary is not the word that you would use there. Maybe um, what you're facing feels overwhelming or unknown, or it feels unchartered or maybe it feels consuming. But I do know that whenever we pause to remember what's true, when we set our mind on the things of God and we remember what's ultimately true, what's always been true inside scripture, what will forever be true, um, even in spite of what doesn't feel good right now, when we choose to remember what will eventually be good because of Jesus, right? He, he knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. We can face what we're looking at today. And so I love this act of remembering. And there's actually so many moments in scripture that, that I could go to if we, if we have more time today where, um, where people pause to remember. But I do know this, remembering what's true stops the, the chaos around us long enough for us to, to remind ourselves, okay, God's not forgotten me. 
So I'm not going to forget his promises for me. What has always been true will always be true. And it's true for me today, even if I don't feel it in, in completeness right now. And so when we choose to remember what's true about God and therefore what's true for ourselves today, um, then I want to talk about the second component um, of our conversation today. And it's actually another word that starts with R. So we already talked about remembering, but next I want to talk about reframing. So that's the second R that we're going to dive into today. So. The interesting thing about once we remember what's true, we can actually take a look at or maybe take some inventory of where am I struggling to really, really believe this is true for myself right now. And so how that may play out for me is I could take an example from the Psalm that I just read. Um, Maybe let's look at God heals. Okay. So I could take inventory of where I'm struggling to really believe that God still heals or that God is healing or God is a healer in my life. And when I kind of um, uncover where I'm struggling to believe this is true, that lets me know it's time to reframe that thought. Because once we remember what's true, we can then reframe what needs to come back into that alignment. And Philippians 4 actually talks about this so clearly. It tells us whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So these are the things that we're supposed to set our mind upon. And so when we take that truth, we can actually apply it um, to where we're really struggling to believe this is true for ourselves right now. And I think that's what's so important is once we remember, we can then reframe so that we can really not just believe this, but I feel like the reframing is where it actually becomes action oriented, where we're taking something and we're restructuring it. We're coming around it and applying truth with it. Almost like if you're infusing truth back into something that feels really far um, from that. And so I don't know about you guys, but I need more of this in my life. Reframing is something that I need to remember daily. Um, and what I want to say here is I know, like I said, what it feels like to want to remember things that are true or want to believe, um, want to build your life upon the truth of scripture, but to really struggle because what you're facing right now in your life doesn't look anything like that. And so what I want to tell you right now is that reframing your thoughts doesn't mean that you ignore the reality of what you're facing. It doesn't mean that you ignore away, um, hurt or betrayal or abuse, or discouragement, or even unanswered prayers. It's not um, you know, a switch that you flip where you're, you're choosing to, ne- to neglect all of those things. But what I actually believe and what I've actually seen true for myself is reframing your thoughts is not a choice to ignore the reality of hurtful situations in your life, but it's actually an active choice to factor God back into the equation. So you're not excusing away or overlooking things um, that, are, that are causing you pain in your life right now. You're just infusing truth back into those situations. So like I use the example of if you're struggling to believe that God is your healer, it's not ignoring those places where you don't feel like you're seeing healing. You don't feel like you're experiencing um, growth or uh, redemption or anything like that. It's just reminding yourself that even when I don't feel it, this is still true. That even when I don't see God healing, I still trust that He's my healer. And that sounds so simple, but I feel like this really falls apart for me in my thought life. And so if I come back around and not just choose to remember, but I reframe, that's where I feel like for myself, I'm really able to see change. 
And I've seen this true in so many of, of my friends' lives as well. And, and what's so interesting is reframing is not a one-time thing for me that I get a certificate and I'm on my merry way. I would say reframing is something that I'm learning. I'm learning daily. I'm learning daily to infuse truth back into my situations um, because what I what I need to remember today may be different than what I need to remember tomorrow. And so um, if you're struggling today to, to really take hold of that truth, um, it could be that there's some thoughts that you might need to spend some time reframing. And I would even recommend uh, writing down some of the things that that you're really struggling to believe are true about God and taking inventory of those things. And um, if you're struggling to process through that in your own time, I would say take that to a trusted friend or uh, maybe a pastor or a Christian counselor and process with them some of those thoughts that you that you may need to spend some time reframing to come back into alignment of what is really true. Um, and God has so much patience for us in this place, um, just in His kindness and um, in His goodness and in His gentleness. I feel um, I feel His presence often as I'm reframing and, and going through the motions of trying to really apply this. Um, and so I know that you will find that same that same truth whenever you start to reframe some of those thoughts. And for me, this is where I've really seen a lot of personal growth for myself um, is in this reframing process. Um, but it doesn't end there. So once we remember and once we reframe, there's actually one final point that I want to land on today. And it's another R and this is remind. So once we remember what's true, we can then reframe what is setting itself up to be opposite of what's true. But then once we're kind of walking out uh, this new thinking or these reframed thoughts, what I have found for myself is once I remember what's true, I actually become aware of other people in my life that are struggling to remember what's true for themselves. And so this remind aspect is where we can actually stand in the gap for our friends, our family, our loved ones, even maybe friends on social media that you've become connected with, and we can actually remind them of what's true. Um, And if you have ever had a friend, or maybe you have someone right now that you're walking through life with, and they're walking through maybe a situation that you haven't experienced before, and you're struggling to kind of know how to encourage them, this is what you can do. You can remind them of what's true when they can't see it for themselves. And just like I pulled up Psalm 103 today or Philippians 4.8, you can actually go into scripture and uncover, unearth what's true in, in the context of, of the Bible and encourage your friend for that with those words when they can't see it for themselves. And so this is where our remembering actually becomes to a corporate level where we actually apply and infuse truth back into the body of Christ. And I honestly can't think of any better assignment as a Christian friend, a Christian um, maybe mom or spouse of what you could do other than to stand in the gap for people in your life that you do everyday life with, um, that you talk to regularly to continually remind them what is true. So maybe you have a friend that is walking through miscarriage right now. What 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 kind of truth could you remind her of today? Um, or maybe a friend that is walking through some really hard situations with their elderly parents. What did they need to be reminded of today? What could you help infuse back into their life? What could you help them remember today that's true about God and ultimately true about themselves? Or maybe someone that's facing a scary situation in the future. Maybe it's sickness or an ongoing um, legal situation that just feels so unresolved or um, 
even just a child that, that they're struggling to parent and relate to, what could you remind them of today that is true, um, that they need to, that their heart needs to be reminded of. And so wherever you're listening from today, I want to just challenge you. Um, yes, first, remember what's true for yourself in the middle of what you're facing. But once you, once you resettle that, once you reframe some of those thoughts that may be misaligned, stand in the gap for someone that you love and remind them who God is and what he's full of and what he's capable of. And if you need a place to turn, if you're struggling, you say, Shay, I have friends in my life that need to be reminded of what's true, but I have no idea where to turn today. I want to to go back to Psalm 103 because there's so much good truth for every situation in here. And maybe as you command and instruct your soul, just like the psalmist tells us to what to remember, to forget not, maybe those same things could be true for someone in your life today to tell them that God loves, God forgives, God heals, God redeems, God crowns us with love and mercy, God satisfies us with good. So friend, wherever you are today, I just want to tell you and encourage you that whatever you're facing, whatever feels overwhelming, whatever feels scary. I just want you to remember that what God's word has, the truth inside of God's word, it's still true for you. Even when you don't feel it, even when, even if you feel consumed with all of the feelings, it's still true for you. Even if you're feeling numb and you don't feel anything at all, it's still true for you. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And even when we're walking through things that feel so scary or that feel overwhelming, the consistency of Christ will sustain us. And for me, where I have found the most consistent um, fruitfulness in my life is when I've chosen continually to return to His Word over and over and over again. And so remember, reframe, remind. That's what I want to leave you with today, friend. Wow, Shay, that was so good. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and making it easy for this girl who really likes alliteration. I'm here for all the R's because I can take that away and remember that on a daily basis. Um, but as I was kind of thinking about, well, like, how do I jump in and respond? I was taking notes in real time, but I was also trying to think through, like, what are the areas that I don't remember well? Like, what do I mm. need to reframe in my mind right now? And so I'm just going to have a moment of honesty with our podcast friends, and maybe this will help somebody. Um, but Shay, I think that this is more of a daily thing that I right. need, not necessarily a circumstantial thing. Um, mm. Because one thing that I have noticed about myself is that um, my external circumstances might make me feel overwhelmed. But a lot of times the reason I feel overwhelmed is because my natural tendency is to want to have a good handle on all the things all the time. And I don't know if anybody else can relate, but it's like, you know, there's a lot that all of us are entrusted with, whether we mm-hmm. have a job or maybe we're parents or maybe we do both or maybe uh, there's a situation that we're walking through that's really, really hard, but it's so easy for us to feel out of control. And when I start to feel out of control, the first thing that I want to do is go into tasks and think about what can I do right now to fix this instead of pausing to remember. Because to me, that feels like I don't have time for that. I can't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, But I've realized that not pausing to remember that doesn't actually help me put my focus back on who God is and that he's ultimately in control um, of the situation that I'm walking through. And so I love that you talked about pausing um, 
to remember like the truth of who God is and what mm-hmm. his word says. And so I don't know if you have a verse that you consistently go back to, but one of the ones I do, especially whenever I feel out of control is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, and it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. And so a lot of times in in the middle of me feeling super overwhelmed, what I struggle to not overcome is the thought that I need to trust in myself with all my heart and I have to lean on my understanding. I shouldn't submit to anyone because I'm the one who's in control of my path. But if I pause and I reframe that lie that I'm believing in my head about, I have to be in control to experience peace. I need to remember that God is the one who is in control of my past, that I can trust him with the details of my life and that I don't have to figure it out right now. And that in itself can, making that kind of like a pause marked moment in my life can make me just take a breath and remember it's okay. Like I don't have to have it all together right now in this moment. I can breathe and then I can let that reframed and refreshed mindset allow me to go into the next moment a little bit more calm, cool, and collected because I reminded myself that it's not up to me. So I don't know if that helps anybody, but um, I just kind of wanted to respond and just share like in real time what I was thinking as you were teaching. Um, Meredith, I I wonder what you're thinking. Yeah, I love that, Kaylee. And you know, as you guys were talking, I was just sitting here thinking about how, and I I don't have exact scripture references, but if you're familiar with the Old Testament at all, um, how many times the Lord said to the Israelites, you've you've forgotten your God. Like you've forgotten. Mm -hmm. You have to remember. It's why he had them um, make Ebenezer stones. It's why you, like you guys think about, it's why we have holidays so that you, there are built in moments for us to stop and remember. And mm-hmm. isn't it, just think about, isn't it, if, if we look at kind of the strategies of our enemy who is trying to destroy our souls, mm-hmm. right? One of his greatest strategies is if he, can, if he can't make us super afraid mm-hmm. uh, or, or anxious or um, he'll make us super busy. Mm-hmm. And all of those things are obstacles um, from remembering. Mm-hmm. who God is, because if you can remember who God is, if you can remember his faithfulness to your point, Shay, all of those things, if you can pause and remember those things, all of a sudden, it's almost like you can zoom out. Mm-hmm. You're zooming out and you can mm-hmm. see whatever it is that you're facing through the, the bigness of God's big, great plan, mm-hmm. right? not the small thing that you're facing in the moment. And it may not feel small mm-hmm. and, and it probably, whatever you're facing isn't small. But in the grand scheme of God's great big plan for us, He's so much bigger, you know. Yeah, and it's it it's really stupid. is the first step to getting that perspective mm-hmm. and zooming out, rather than if we if if our, if Satan can just keep us worried, mm-hmm. <laughs> if he can keep us busy, if he can keep us afraid, then you you never remember that our God wins. Our God right. wins exactly. every time. That's yeah. so good, Meredith. I love when you say that because I think that goes back to, like I said, 
previously, what is ultimately true and what can I, how can I see God's eventual good in this right now, even Mm -hmm. if it doesn't feel good at all. And what's Mm -hmm. so funny about this remembering thing is at first, when you kind of think about it, you might think remembering is such a passive kind of activity because Mm -hmm. you may not feel like it's the most productive or the most task oriented thing. Kaylee, I'm like you Mm -hmm. where when I feel stressed, my first you know, instinct is to reach for control and say, okay, what can I do? What can I do to fix this? And pausing to remember sounds like it may be inefficient at times because Mm -hmm. there's things to do. But what I have realized is that when I do pause to remember, it's, it may not feel like the most productive decision, but remembering what's true is the only thing that will set us free. It's Mm -hmm. the only thing that will set us free from ourselves, from the lies that we're believing. It's the only thing that will help us come back into alignment, like breaking away from the schemes of the enemy, like you talked about, Meredith. And so if Mm -hmm. you pause long enough, pause long enough to remember, even just pausing in the morning before your day starts, even if you're Mm -hmm. not facing maybe a crazy season right now, just pausing and kind of settling your soul every single morning mm-hmm. um, before mm-hmm. you dive into your day, just for a second to remind yourself of what's true, to mm-hmm. infuse some truth in your day, even before it starts. I just, I can't help but think about what would be different if I paused in the morning of the beginning of every single day to remember what's true, I would have something to come back to as I, yeah. as I encounter even the unexpected things throughout my day. Yeah. Yeah. Shay, that's good. And I, uh, something you said just a second ago was even if you're not in the middle of a crazy season, you can still pause to remember like before mm-hmm. you start your day. And I thought about uh, yesterday we had a Proverbs 31 staff meeting and one of our um, senior directors gave a teaching and she talked a little bit about kind of what you're sharing about today, Shay. And I remember uh, Melissa said, I set an alarm on my phone every day for noon. And in that alarm, I have a reminder that I read out loud and I pause and that is what I read whether or not I'm experiencing those feelings at that time. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a practical thing that applies to this teaching too, because like you mm-hmm. said, just because I'm not going through something that's really hard right now doesn't mean that I don't need to remember or that I don't need to reframe because I think, Meredith, like you said earlier, the enemy wants to come in and distract us. And I think that one of the things that he does is he uses those seasons that are like off seasons where we're not going through anything to allow us to slip back into a pattern of comfort and right. self-dependence and self-reliance so that when we do go through something hard, we forget. And then we have to kind of go through that all again. But Shay, like you said, if it's something that we're doing and we're doing consistently every day, we're we're remembering who God is and we're reframing what we're going through, then I can only imagine how much better I would be as I go through whatever situation and whatever that day brings. Yeah, it's almost like every single morning when the sun comes up, he, Lisa Turkers has actually talked about this before. Um, I'm struggling to, to recall which book it's in or, you know, where it lives. But she often tells me that when the sun comes up in the morning, it's God putting a tangible reminder in the sky. And then every single day when the sun sets, it's a, again, another tangible reminder. Mm-hmm. And I just almost think about um, it's God calling us every single day to remember yet again, to not mm-hmm. forget, to recall to mind what is true and who he is. And he displays mm-hmm. it in the sky to remember, even if we, 
we, we forget to make time for it ourselves. He, mm-hmm. he places it right there in the sky. And then at the end of every single day, he shows it again. And mm-hmm. I've, I've often thought about that just as, you know, the pace of life ebbs and flows that what is true will always be true and who God is. He will always be mm-hmm. yesterday, today, forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the perfect way to end this conversation, Shay, because that's what we need to ultimately walk away with. And so thank you so much for coming on the show. And I don't know about anybody listening, but I am hearing this teaching from Shay and just thinking about how grateful I am for how the Lord uses this ministry to remind women that He's with them through the ups and downs they face each day. And He does that through this podcast, but I know we get so many comments from people who are scrolling through social media and they'll say, I saw this uh, this post from you and it was exactly what I needed for that day. Um, but it reminds me also of what Meg, one of our podcast listeners shared in a review and I want to share it with you guys. She says, this podcast has been such a blessing to me and my life. It's so easy to listen to and feel connected with. I learned more and more about scripture and ways to handle different obstacles in my life just from listening on my drive to work. I love that. I wish I could sit down and have coffee with Meg. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Um, Well, we want to know how the podcast is impacting your life too. If you're listening today, Um, if they are encouraging to you or if you um, have just enjoyed listening, it would mean so much to us if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Why? Why do we ask you to do this? Well, when you leave a review, it helps um, expose the podcast. It ranks us higher so that more people can see the podcast. And what we really want to do here at Proverbs 31 is help connect biblical truth into people's lives. And so by leaving a review, that helps us do it even more. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And we want to remind you of what we do here at Proverbs 31 is so much more than this podcast. If this is the only way that you're connecting with us right now, then I want to introduce you to two things today. First is our prayer wall. Maybe you listen to this episode today and you're in a tough season and you need some people to come around you and pray for you because you're in a season where you need to be reminded of who God is in your life. This space exists so you can leave an anonymous prayer request for our staff and volunteer teams to pray over. And so if this is you today, we want to pray pray over you. So leave your request at prayer.proverbs31.org. And the second way you can connect with us is by checking out our free resource library. We've got tons of biblical content you can search based on what you're looking for more information on, like spiritual foundations, hope and uncertainty, trials, and so much more. And so if you're listening to this and you're going through something and you want to figure out how do I practically walk through this, head on over to our resource library at proverbs31.org and check out what's there. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, friends. Consider right now, before you turn off this podcast, consider yourself reminded to remember God's goodness and faithfulness to you. Mm -hmm. Um, We're we're sure glad that you tuned in today um, because at Proverbs 31, we believe when you know the truth of God's word and live out that truth, it really will change everything. Mm -hmm.